0: What's good, all you great, grand, wonderful, fantastic individuals out there in the universe? Welcome to Creatively Disrespectful. It is April 1st, 2020. And um, if you hadn't noticed, we changed the music for this one a little bit because the mood's a little different. And uh, I will advise you that this is not a joke. I will also advise you that I'm going to tell you some of my personal ass business. So... If you don't want to deep dive with me, I would suggest not listening to this one. (sighs) Alright, let's begin. About three days ago, I started having all the symptoms for a UTI. I have had one once in my life. Um, If you don't know... What a UTI is, it is a urinary tract infection, and it is when bacteria travels up on your urinary tract, all that good stuff, yada, yada, yada. Um, if, uh, (laughs) uh, Jesus, um, normally, uh, when I had it before, it causes you to pee, uh, frequently in small streams that, uh, burn. And the shit sucks, and it's real painful, and like the best way to get rid of it without going to a doctor and getting antibiotics is just hope and pray and drink a shitload of water and hope that it'll flush out your system. Uh, In these current times, that's kind of what I had to do. So three days ago, I had the symptoms of a UTI again, and that's what I immediately began doing. I was drinking, drinking a shitload of water, drinking a shitload of water, and within two days, that stopped. Then um the next day, that morning I got up, Monday. I felt fine. And then I ran to the um I ran to the grocery store to do to get to to run my errands for the day, to get the food I needed to get and supplies that we need and all that kind of stuff. I try to do that at least once a week if we run out of something if we don't, then I cool, I don't have to do it. So Let me make sure this thing is still recording. So I did my normal trip. No less than 10, 15 minutes. Go get what I need. Come back. Good to go, right? Okay. So I come back and first of all, Austin weather was cool. It was like maybe 55, 60 when I left my house. So I took a jacket and when I came into my house, my house No air conditioning, no heat, no nothing. Just the room temp in my house was like 85. I immediately started sneezing. I immediately started running a fever. And um, as it progressed, as the fever progressed, then my body went into chills. And then um, also my heart rate fluctuated between like started at like 75 and then went all the way up to like 125, 130 and then dropped back down to 80, and then went back up. So that was happening, we'll say, intermittently every 15 to 20 minutes, right? Um, so I don't, know what the, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I've never experienced anything like that before in my life. Uh, also, my whole body ached, like, whole body. Uh, mostly around, like, starting uh, mid-body, the worst pain, uh, my back some, and down in my pelvic and groin area. Um, to add insult to injury It is also, um With the Stress that has been happening to All of us, uh, my My, like, you know Flo is late, she's trying to do her thing But we stressed out, and This is going on too, so That's also a factor Um For anybody who's super nosy, yes I am not pregnant, (laughs) or no I am not pregnant (laughs) I said that all backwards. Uh, So, yeah. So I kind of, I was kind of immobilized. I laid on the couch. I drank. I have a large glass um, mason jar. That's a two gallon mason jar serving mason jar. That's full of water. I drank a gallon and a half of water and I was still dehydrated. I was still dehydrated. Um, It like it, it, it was like nothing it was like it was doing nothing. Uh so I just laid here and kind of worked through it for about a good 3 or 4 hours. Finally the chills stop. Finally the fever goes down. Finally my heart rate stabilizes and I'm starting to feel slightly better, but I'm still dehydrated so I'm still drinking water like a like a mad person. All right, so I go to sleep, right? I wake up the next morning And I feel not 100% we will say that your girl was on 85. We're going to say I was on 85%. I was good enough that I could actually walk because I couldn't really walk uh, toward the end of yesterday without holding the wall, holding like uh, objects in the apartment, things of that nature, or walking very, 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 very slowly. So I could actually at least move about. Um, normally, but that was after I laid in bed. So I want to say, hmm, we'll say about like 1130. All right. So I get up and, uh, I get some more water. I've also drink Theraflu in this process. Um, just as a side note, do not use favor Right now, I mean, maybe you will have a better experience than I did. But I paid $25 for a small bottle of Theraflu yesterday. And I understand that maybe that's all they had in the store. But it was ridiculous. I thought that they were going to at least cut delivery fees or cut something or cut that. But no, I paid $25 for Theraflu that also didn't do shit for me. But that's just my personal rant. Maybe Favor's been kind to you not to me yesterday all right so I drank half a cap of Theraflu we'll put it in my tea drank some more water trying to like get normalcy I'm feeling a little bit better I can walk around but I sit on the couch and just like you know kind of like veg out a little bit because I don't want to put too much stress on my body so quickly because I still don't know what's going on but I felt better check my temp my temp's fine my heart rate's fine okay cool I sat here on the couch for like I want to say a couple of hours however long at the world's end is for Pirates of the Caribbean that what's that like three hours three hours so I watched that movie and literally at the end of the movie at the end of this film my body just goes into like I'm freezing so I get up so I can go get a blanket but I'm I'm shivering so much that my teeth are chattering. I can't speak. I I can't like hold anything. I can barely move. I'm just shaking. And that went on for about a good 15 minutes before the boy decided that he wanted to call the hospital. So let me tell you something about the hospital right quick. I have been attempting to pay attention to a lot of the stuff that's going on. And I knew that if two things, um, one, I was fearful for going to the hospital. Uh, I have insurance through the VA, but I don't have my VA card because I didn't, I wasn't using my VA insurance because I was employed at a place that had another insurance. So I have that insurance card, which is now null and void. I have to actually go to the VA facility to get my VA card. So I don't have that. So I was worried about them not wanting to see me because they would think I didn't have insurance 2 I'm a black woman going into the hospital and I've heard so many horror stories about black women that go into the hospital that to be honest with you guys, I feel like if I, 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 the hospital to me now feels like, <laughs> feels like the, the, the Grim Reaper is coming to get me. I am so deathly terrified of going to the hospital for anything because I'm a black woman. I feel like I would not come out. So I'm like probably irrationally terrified, but I'm just telling you who I am. Number three, I've been seeing them say that if you don't have COVID-19, don't call us in layman's terms. I tried to explain that to my mother. I tried to explain that to the boy. Neither one of them wanted to listen to me because, you know, they're looking out for my well-being and I understand it. I get it. But I just knew that it wasn't going to make a difference if my symptoms weren't what they wanted it to be. 20 minutes into my shivering and crying, because that's the point I'm at now, and fever's back, heart rate's back up. The boy calls the ambulance. Um, And... It starts like this. He talks to one guy and he's telling that guy all of my symptoms. And then that guy asks him multiple times, where does she have a cough? Is her chest hurting? Is her chest tight? Does her throat hurt? Does she have sniffles? Is she sneezing? Everything that is what they have connected to the coronavirus is what he was asking the boy if I had, which I didn't have those things. So he told him everything that was wrong with me. And after he... Gave him the list of my actual symptoms and even told him about the UTI situation. He turned around again and said, so does she have a cough? And then he says that they're going to send the ambulance, but they wouldn't allow him in the ambulance with me because of like, you know, safety precautions and all of that stuff. And so he's asking them over and over again. Well, can you give me the address? Do I need to so I can know where it is so I can meet her so I can get down there? Yada, yada, yada. I'm not exactly sure how that went because I don't think we were ever given the address. Then he was transferred. He was transferred to a woman. At this point now, y'all, we about, I want to say, we 12 to 13 minutes into this call. So then they transfer into another woman. That woman proceeds to ask him the same goddamn questions that the man asked him. Same questions. Does she have a cough? Does she have sniffles? Have you guys traveled out of town? Were you around anybody that has COVID-19? Have y'all been like pretty much if you ain't got got COVID-19, we ain't got y'all. That's pretty much what it was. And at the end of that conversation, at this point, um, the boy has got me dressed. I'm laying on the couch because I've been pretty much naked the whole time because I've been so hot. The boy got me dressed. And soon as she started rattling off that same stuff again, and we're like, I want to say 22, 23 minutes into this call. Well, we'll round it to 25. I took my shoes off because I was like, I told y'all. I knew that they weren't going to come and she was like, "Yeah, so we're going to cancel the the ambulance. Um but if she starts to have respiratory problems, then then you then you should call us back and she has VA insurance, so y'all should call the VA and um like and see if they can connect you with a doctor and tell them the symptoms so that you can treat it at home and you should get her some Tylenol." And so again, if you ain't got COVID-19, we ain't got y'all. Or if you ain't bleeding, I think I needed to like be puking up blood or or have slipped my wrist or be unresponsive. Those were questions that were asked not to slip my wrist, but the, the blood situation. Was I bleeding? Was I responsive? Was I alert? So I pretty much would have to be passed out, comatose on my couch, not breathing, not responsive, not alert, bleeding to get any kind of professional help today, and she capped it off with saying, "Well, I it, we're only canceling it because, like you know, she's still at a if she doesn't have it, then she's at a risk to get it by coming to the hospital." So my question to you guys is this, y'all. So what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do in this situation? If you end up in something like this, like I was, and I still don't know what's really going on with me. The best bet that I have at this point, because I called the VA. earlier this morning, but it was busy. I had to leave a message, I called again, I tried this, and they have you when you go online to the site, they tell you to schedule an appointment, and if they think that you're, if they think that your symptoms are severe enough, they will schedule you an appointment, which means they ain't got me, y'all, that means they ain't got me. So right now, I'm laid out on the couch. The boy's going to go get some more Tylenol, some cranberry juice, some orange juice. I've been drinking kombucha like a bitch. I hate kombucha, but I, I, <laughs> anything holistic, please throw it my way. I really don't want to keep taking drugs. They just keep, they just keep like asking me to take drugs, and I just really feel like I need antibiotics straight up. But what can I do? Who am I? I ain't got COVID-19, so I guess I don't matter, y'all don't get me wrong, y'all. I know this is serious. I know this is affecting a lot of people. I know that they're making decisions that make the most sense in their brain to protect everybody. But my question with that is, where does that leave people who end up in a situation like me? I have to wait it out now for the next two days until I can try to get into CVS. Because like, that's the closest thing to me that's actually open that may be able to do something. They gave us a list of websites to check and to put my pretty much they sent us to WebMD and was like, Yeah, figure it out, go get her some aspirin. And I get it, y'all, but also I just I don't know. So anyway, I did this cast today to share my story with you guys. Um I've been getting comfortable again with being open with the world. I've always been open with the world in writing, but never like by voice. And so I'm getting comfortable with sharing things. And I just felt like this was uh, an important topic to discuss because I really don't know what me or anybody else that's ended up in a situation like this with something that's deemed not really that serious. But you don't know. Like, I just I'm just curious as to. What avenues are we recommending for people to take in these kind of situations? I'm just curious. Um, so I'm about to sit here, and I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch part four of Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm gonna drink some more water. I bought Pedialyte to back up the electrolyte situation because I I can't. I don't know if my body can handle another gallon and a half of water today. But I am still, well, definitely dehydrated again. So I'm just pumping myself with fluids. And uh, just uh, send some prayers up for your girl, man. Send some prayers up for your girl. All right, y'all. Be safe. Be easy. Peace, love, and positivity.